You're listening to another life-transforming message from Awakened Church with campuses in San Diego and Salt Lake City. To find out more about us, go to awakenedchurch.com. Luke chapter 5, verse 17. Beautiful Kayla Ray. Um, this, how many people are just gr- glad that Pastor Matt and Michaela are back? We miss them. It wasn't the same. Can you remember this word flow? Can you remember that? Flow. In case I forget it, because I don't have notes. All right. I'm just going to open this book anyway, just for the, the sheer heck of it. All right, here we go. All right, so you're all there. You're all in Luke chapter 5, verse 17 says, Now it happened. The Bible's a happening book. And some people say, well, it's, you know, it's, it, you know, it's 2,000 years old. You know, is it really like contemporary? Is it really for today? It says now. So the Bible's a now book. God doesn't, God is not outdated. He has no expiration date on him. He cannot expire because he lives outside of time. Time has no effect on God. Now it happened on a certain day as he was teaching that there were Pharisees and the teachers of the law sitting by who had come out of every town of Galilee, Judea, and Jerusalem. And the power of the Lord was present to heal them. Some translations say the power of the Lord was present to heal them all. The power of the Lord was present to heal them. Then behold, men brought on a bed a man who was paralyzed, whom they sought to bring in and lay before him. And when they could not find how they might bring him in because of the crowd, they went up on the housetop and they let him down with his bed through the tiling into the midst before Jesus. When he saw their faith, when Jesus saw their faith, that the men, are, they've just, they've cleared out the ceilings, they've opened up the roof, you know, done some damage to, you know, whoever's house this is. You know, people, people don't realize what can happen with a connect group, but you can get your house, you know, in a connect group. People are like, yeah, we'll open our home for a connect group. Yeah, Jesus, yeah. What could go wrong? Well, now there's a big hole in their ceiling. That's what could go wrong. And there's these four little faces peering over as they've got like, you know, a man on a pulley on a stretcher. And they're just, you know. And, and the Bible says Jesus is looking at the man. Everyone's looking at the man. But Jesus looked up. And when he saw their faith, when Jesus saw their faith, he said to the man, when he saw their faith, he said to the man, Man, your sins are forgiven you. Your sins are... The man hasn't said anything. The man hasn't done anything. We don't even know if he voluntarily wanted to turn up to the meeting. He's a paralytic. He doesn't have a whole lot of options. They just came round, you know, rang the doorbell. Mama answered. They said, we're we're, we're taking Larry to church. Uh, He's not really a church. It doesn't matter. And uh, they just pick him up. And they walk out. He may have been trying to bite them. Ah, he just bit me. Larry, quit it. I don't want to go to church. Well, it's good for you. Sometimes you've got to drag people to church. I'm telling you. Sometimes you've got to just, just get them a hero ticket and just get them there. Because the power of the Lord was present to heal. And then the Pharisees, well, they, they get all indignant. Jesus was provocative intentionally. 
And the scribes and the Pharisees say, you know, began saying, well, who is this who speaks blasphemies? Who can forgive sins but God alone? And Jesus, when he, when he you know, saw that they were reasoning, he says, why do you reason such things in your hearts? Which is easier for me to say to the man, your sins are forgiven you, or to say, rise up and walk. But that you may know that the Son of Man has power on earth to forgive sins. He said to the man who was paralyzed, I say to you, rise or arise, take up your bed and go to your house. Immediately, immediately he rose up before them, took what, took what he had been lying on and departed to his own house, glorifying God. And they were all amazed and they glorified God and were filled with fear saying, we have seen strange things today. I don't like awakened church. Strange things happen. We don't apologize for strange. They made a whole series called Stranger Things about the supernatural. The supernatural should have just enough freak in it. It should just freak you out a little bit. But what's amazing is that from this story, the power of the Lord was present to heal, but only one guy got healed. Only one guy got healed. There's a whole bunch of scriptures. Uh, and I think it's a, a chapter earlier in Luke 4, Jesus said, and again, he's speaking into his culture. And he said, there were many, many widows in Israel in the days of Elijah, but to none of them was Elijah sent except to a widow in Zarephath, which is by the region of Sidon, which is outside of Israel. And she was the one that got saved. The other widows perished. He says, likewise, there were many lepers in Israel in the, in the days of Elisha, but to none of them was Elisha sent except to Naaman, the Syrian commander, and he was healed. And the Bible says that the Pharisees were, were mad at him. They were angry at him. One of the things you'll see in Hero, the rock musical, is the opening scene is the woman who was caught in adultery. And they bring a woman caught in adultery. And we, we did it intentionally. It says when the book of Malachi closes out what is known as the Old Testament, there are 400 years where God is silent. 400 years where God doesn't speak. And then He speaks by bringing in Jesus into the world. And so everyone's looking at the screen. There are 400 years where God is silent. And then the first word you hear is, Harlot! She should be stoned, death to this woman. And the Pharisees are standing there. The Pharisees are, ta are taking the same scriptures that Jesus was teaching from, but they're, they're bringing death. I don't know about you, but when, when I read my Bible, the Bible says that God said, let there be light, and there was light. And then God said, let the dry ground appear, and it was so. What's amazing, it wasn't just dry ground. It wasn't like concrete. It was dry ground. We know now when we look at the ground, there are all kinds of microorganisms and nutrients that you can take a seed and you can bury it in the ground and it'll grow. The, the ground, the earth is alive. He said, let the waters separate from the waters above, waters beneath. And then he spoke to the waters and he said, let the waters teem with life. And all kinds of fish and sea life and sea creatures. And God said, let, let the sky be filled with birds and birds flying in the sky. And He said, let the, let the ground bring forth beasts 
animals of all kinds of all and giraffes and elephants and lions and and all it was everything every time God spoke life followed every time God spoke life followed but watch this in hero the rock musical the, the, the religious Pharisees had had taken the same word that brought life and were ready to stone a woman caught in sin to death and so they say, teacher, Moses gave us a law that such should be stoned. What do you say? Jesus ignores him, keeps writing. And now they're getting ticked that he's not responding. And they're like, this woman was caught in adultery in the very act. Moses gave us a command that such should be stoned. What sayest you, teacher? Are you even of God? And Jesus stands up and he says, whoever's without sin, cast the first stone." Whoever's without sin, throw the first stone, knock yourself out. Because Jesus came to deal with sin and heal people. He came to deal with sin and save and deliver people. For God so loved the world, He loved people. He hung on a cross to set you and I free from our sin so that we could be saved. What's interesting is every Pharisee that stood there, every scribe, every priest that had a stone ready to throw at this woman was guilty of sin themselves. The Bible says the wages of sin is death. That may not have been the same sin, adultery, but all sin leads to death. They were ready to, to stone her, but I guarantee you they wanted mercy for themselves. What a jacked up, messed up culture. So, so here you need to understand that, that we believe that the Word always brings life. The Word always brings life when it's, when it's ministered properly. It'll bring life to your marriage. It'll bring life to your relationships. It'll bring life to your finances. It'll bring life to your soul. It'll bring life to your body. It'll bring life to your mind. It'll bring life to your kids. It'll bring life to your visions. It'll bring life to your dreams. The Word of God, the Word of God, you know, you'll know correct theology because life follows if death follows get out of there so there are three three quick thoughts that i have the first one is one of the things that shuts down the miracles the flow of miracles is dishonor in mark chapter 6 jesus comes to his hometown of nazareth and the bible says when he comes to his hometown he begins to teach and the bible says when the people are hearing jesus teach and he's obviously telling stories telling testimonies about this person got healed and this happened over here and this they're like hang on whoa whoa whoa, whoa hang on what 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 are these what are these miracles that are being done by his hand is this not the carpenter's son aren't his brothers james joseph and jambres and his sisters here with us and they were offended at him and jesus marveled at their unbelief and the bible says he could do no mighty work in his hometown save save he laid his hands on a few sick people imagine that jesus turns up and the atmosphere is so choked they couldn't see the divinity because of his humanity they, 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 they couldn't see they couldn't see the power of god because they were so caught up in the history that they 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 knew him as the carpenter's boy yeah he went to our school yeah i remember him playing hopscotch on the street with the other kids. I remember, how can he be the, he can't be. 
it's so easy for us to, to look at. Now, let me just say this. We, we, we have intentionally built a culture of honor in the church. It's not because I'm so frightfully insecure. I can't remember the last time I went home and just was in a fetal position. Asking Liani, you know, should I go on? I don't know if they love me. We, 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 intentionally, we intentionally build a culture of honor. Number one, because Satan is the great dishonorer. So you're always in a good spot. Whatever he's doing, just be the opposite. That's kind of like always a good start. But then when you look at the culture of the kingdom of heaven, is a culture of honor. Honor causes God's power to flow. The dishonor, Jesus said, he marveled at their unbelief is what, is what Mark wrote. But Jesus actually digs deeper. He says, a prophet is not without honor anywhere I go except in my hometown. He said, the lack of flow of miracles, the lack of flow, he could do no, which meant he wanted to do a mighty work. He intended to do a mighty work, but he could do no mighty work there because of a lack of honor. <sighs> flow. Thank you. Twice in the Bible, in the book of Revelation, and also in the book of Ezekiel, it talks about God's throne. And in both Ezekiel and in both uh, Revelation, it says that from the throne where God is seated, from beneath the throne, there is a river that flows. And it says, and this river flows, and as it flows, everything it touches gets healed. And where it flows, there is life. And when it reaches the sea, when it reaches the waters, all the waters of the earth are healed. But the, the river flows from beneath a throne, and it's the throne of God. The devil knows if he can dethrone God in our culture, he can shut down the flow because the flow of the miraculous, the flow of the power of God flows from beneath the throne of God. If he can dishonor God, if he can make sure that we don't enthrone the Lord in our praises, the Bible says the Lord is enthroned in the, the, the praises of His people. The reason that we spend so much time in rehearsals and getting everything right and creating energy on here is because we want people to come into an environment and a place where God is elevated, where people recognize that God is on the throne. Because when God is on the throne, there is a flow. There's a, a, a flow. Many years ago, like every January, we do, a, we do a fast, whether it's a 21-day Daniel fast or a 30-day or a 40-day fast. But about maybe seven years ago, God said, I want you to do a 40-day fast with, you know, just liquids. And I'm already skinny enough, and I'm like, oh, okay. And the first 10 days are, oh, my gosh, just ridiculous. But the last 10 days I found easy, but the first 10 days are the hardest. And I felt the Lord say after 10 days, said, this is why you're, you're doing this fast. He says, I, I, I want you to redig the wells of Abraham. I want you to redig the wells. It was Genesis 26. And he said, in California, there were wells that needed to, to be dug open again, that needed to flow again. And I said, well, you know, what, what wells are they? And the Bible says that in Genesis 26, that Isaac had to redig the wells of his father Abraham because the Philistines had stopped them up. They'd filled dirt, put rocks in there, threw dead animals in there to contaminate them. And so, so where there was once a spring, where there was once life, 
Now there was, there was no life. There was no flow. There was, it was death. And God said to me, there are three flows that are going to be a flow in the church, in this church. And the reason he said that is because the church is not meant to be a building that houses a religious organization. Jacob said that the church, this is none other than the house of God. This is the gate of heaven. The, the, the church is meant to be the place where heaven and earth connect. And where, where every Sunday the gate is open so that you can access heaven. So that heaven can flow into your marriage, into your body, into your finances, into your life. Into and so he's, the Holy Spirit said there are, there are three things that are going to be flows. The church is meant to be a flow. Up until that time, I would, you know, I would always pray for people to be healed and pray for people to be delivered and pray for people for breakthrough and pray for people. And, you know, quite often, we'd more, more often than not, they would get healed and the cancer would leave and, and that. But, but God said, you don't need to carry it all. You can create a flow over your house. There's a flow from the river. There's a flow from under the throne of God. He said the three things are number one, he says, terminal illnesses will be terminated. He says because of the, there's going to be a flow of healing that I'm not sure if you know, but in the 50s, 60s, there was a, a charismatic revival and renewal spilled right into the 70s in California where there were incredible healings and miracles. And God said this was one of, this was one of the flows. This was one of the wells that was here that, that people had dug, that people had labored travailed for in prayer and fasting that the enemy has stopped up and he says I need you to unstop it he said the second one is prosperity prosperity people are going to come in broke they're going to come in struggling they're going to come in behind they're going to come in but there'll be a flow in here for breakthrough financially California was known and still is as the golden state but the wicked with hearts of covetousness and greed have seized the highest offices in the land to extract the wealth for themselves. They, they live in luxury mansions with luxury refrigerators with luxury ice cream. I'm not naming anybody. But in not even a mile from that mansion, are people living in squalor, living in human excrement, living with needles, living in tent city. But you need to understand that, that the kingdom of God is an equal opportunity for everybody kingdom. And we don't have to look to the government. We don't even have to look to a stimulus check from the government to prosper. That there is a flow. There is a flow that is released in the house of God. And the third one was from barren to fruitful, from barren to fruitful. People will walk in struggling with fertility, struggling with barrenness. But in this house, barren will become fruitful. And we've, had, we've already had so many miracle babies. And, you know, I'm telling you, it's just. So there's a, there's a flow. The reason we have a culture of honor isn't because I need it or covet it. It's because I know that that's what I've seen how God operates. Jesus is Father. 
honor the son as the son honors the father and the father says i have honored and will honor and then jesus honors the holy spirit who when he comes jesus on when he comes he won't speak of himself but he'll tell you everything that i did so the holy spirit comes and tells you all about jesus and jesus said i haven't come i'm just come to point out the father so when we read matthew mark luke and john we see jesus the problem is we don't see jesus because we don't see Jesus till the revelation because the book of Revelation is the revelation of Jesus Christ in other words he doesn't reveal Jesus till the book of Revelation well hang on whoa 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 then who's the carpenter's son in Matthew Mark Luke and John Jesus says I've come to reveal to you the father Philip said Lord show us the father and that'll be enough and Jesus says Philip have I been with you all this time in Matthew Mark Luke and John Jesus came to reveal the father he says, I don't do anything unless I hear the Father say it. That's what I speak. I won't do anything unless I see the Father first doing it. He came to honor the Father. The Father honors the Son. The Holy Spirit honors. There's honor in the Trinity. In fact, they're continually honoring one another. And He invites us into that, that realm. That's why the Bible says, honor the Lord. With I can't believe every week they take up an offering at... I'm telling you, almost all the miracles, all the breakthroughs in my life happened because of honor. Learning to honor God. Learning to bring an honorarium. Learning to bring an offering that has honor in it. When I honor Him, there's a flow towards me. When you honor Him, there's a flow towards you. There's a flow in this house tonight. So I'm going to call those three things out. I didn't know how I was going to land. I just that if I talk long enough, the Holy Spirit will. Yes. And uh, but right now, anybody who's facing anything terminal, I want you to stand to your feet because the Holy Spirit right now is going to terminate terminal. It's going to terminate terminal. I know that uh, Jesse's father is, is uh, facing a, a negative diagnosis. And if you need to stand in the gap for somebody, maybe you've got a brother or a sister or a mom or a dad or a son or a daughter, or yeah, stand in the gap for them. Because I'm telling you, God, God will heal by proxy. God will heal by proxy. You know, uh, in Acts, I think it's Acts 19. I might have it wrong now. In Acts chapter 19, it says, And the Lord worked unusual miracles by the hands of Paul. The Lord worked unusual miracles by the hands of Paul. Which means for God to do unusual miracles, there's got to be usual miracles. Because you can't have unusual unless it's usual. So just get ready. At Awaken Church, it, like, yep, yeah, well, what are you talking about? We usually see. We, so we have usual miracles. But I was reading that, and then we had a young lady whose parents go to one of our other campuses, just two little ones, and she was diagnosed with one of the, one of the most aggressive cancers her whole chest lungs was filled with tumors multiplying at an unprecedented rate the doctors gave her six weeks to live and she had a four-year-old and two-year-old and she lives in another state and i knew i couldn't physically get there but then I, the holy spirit reminded me that god's into unusual miracles and it says this in Acts 19 and the lord worked unusual miracles by the hands of paul so that aprons and handkerchiefs were brought to him and he prayed over them and he sent them out across the countryside 
and those who were sick got healed and many that had demons the demons came out because of a handkerchief hopefully it was clean that was prayed over so we got we got a scarf anointed it with oil prayed over it sent it to this young lady told her to lay it on her chest and sleep with it she could only breathe with an oxygen thing because her lungs were so compromised the next morning she woke up and the oxygen machine was off and she's like hang on hang on so I get this FaceTime call where she's like I, I haven't been able to do and she's crying The doctor said nobody that's ever had that cancer has lived longer than six months. It's coming up 10 months ago, and the latest report is the doctors cannot find a tumor in her body. <clears throat> so, so I need you to please, I need you to please understand it's not because Jurgen is so holy. Like, I got in trouble off my wife for my driving today. Can you believe it? Like, she, her car's in getting serviced. So I, out of my benevolence, and she's the whole time criticizing. Anyway, so it's obviously not my holiness. But there is a flow. And I'm telling you, God wants to heal. The Bible says the power of the Lord was present to heal. But only one man walked out with a miracle. I never want to be that church. I want to create an environment where all that came. Do you know, because you read this, you know, and all who were sick were healed. How God anointed, Acts 10.38, Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Spirit and power who went about healing all who were oppressed of the devil, for God was with him. Thanks for listening. To find out more about our locations, team, and what we do here at Awakened Church, go to awakenedchurch.com.